Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. All right, we got breaking news. Jackson's screwing everything up, and I'm angry. And so this is going to be an awkward show where I might just berate him. Be ready. The dynamic in this room, tense, hostile. I'd say so. Unfortunate. Welcome in Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber's going to be in studio today. Yes. He's going to be with us uh, every Tuesday on the show. Yep. Dan McLaughlin on Thursdays, Gabe DeArmond on Fridays. And I'm talking with having the wizard on, on a home run by the wizard. Uh, We're talking about tomorrow, but I don't think he can do tomorrow now. I'm emailing. uh, So anyway, talk about the wizard. He's got a gala coming up. You have any galas coming up? I I assume you go to black tie affairs Uh, regularly. no, No galas coming up for me, but, you know, I'm always open to go to them. Oh, so you're taking invites from the audience to to basically be a gigolo. I mean... We'll, we for black talk. tie affairs, I assume Central Corridor only. Right, I don't want or have, Manhattan. I don't want to drive too far. Um, but you know what we do between us is our business, you know, with the money and such. But yeah, it's know. old money. It whispers. Right, I won't be uh, announcing that, but you know, slide my DMs. Uh, wow, breaking! And we have more breaking news. Literally one minute ago. I mean, what, what, what timing here on Kerber? Uh, the Blues announced Marco Scandella will undergo hip surgery and be reevaluated in six months. Oh, wow. My goodness. I mean, that Jeremy Rutherford one minute ago. I'm over here talking about your black tie affair, and then just then, the Blues tweeted it out three minutes ago. Let me read this. And I read. This is perfect timing. Chris Kerber, by the way, 10-15. Did I say 10-20? We'll be right in, right in between there. Yeah, but you know what? That'll keep me on the clock. Right. That's what 10, that's going to do. Let me read. This was just posted. Uh, moments ago, Blues president of hockey operations and GM Doug Armstrong announced that defenseman Marco Scandella will undergo surgery on his right hip joint on Tuesday. Scandella injured the hip in late August while training for the upcoming season. He is set to be reevaluated in six months. Scandella joined the Blues via trade from the Canadiens on February 18th, 2020, in three seasons with the team. The six foot three, 211-pound defenseman is total 24. Well, you get the idea. Now we're just doing background. But, yeah, there's some breaking news. How about this? Yeah. My goodness. Great time to have Curbs on. Wow, wow, wow. How about that? So, yeah, Chris Kerber is going to join us here in about 10 minutes, and we will certainly talk about that, the Blues opening of uh, camp, and uh, a variety of topics. Any questions you have for Curbs, don't hesitate to send them in. The Air Comfort Service text line 65780. 65780. Uh, could be a little cap relief for the Blues. 
Yeah. I wonder what that could do. I wonder what that could do, Jackson. Uh, so we'll talk about that with Chris Kerber here in a matter of moments. So stick around. Is that news just breaking that uh, Scandella is out and will be reevaluated after having hip surgery today? And he is out for six months. That news just breaking moments ago. And Chris Kerber just happens to be joining us in studio here. So that is uh, Doug, uh, excuse me, Jackson, you would say that's serendipitous. Extremely serendipitous, yes. Define serendipitous. Uh, like a perfect timing, like something unexpected, but the timing works out great. Is that a fair? Perfect timing. Yeah. Kind of just like, yeah, that works. That's perfect very how serendipitous. Yeah. Yeah. I like that word. Okay. I might I mean, become Lil Serendipitous. Lil Serendipity. But just yesterday, you announced that you're no longer Lil Piddles. You're just straight Pibbles. Yeah, but like, I, like, like this show, I can have a bunch of names. Ostia uh, Media. Guys, we might need an extended commercial break so Tim and Curbs can tell Jackson who Marco Scandella is. That's from the 636. I know who Marco Scandella is. Did you really? Yeah, I know who he is. I don't know much about Like him. if he walked in fresh oh, off no, of the no. hip surgery. No, I wouldn't. No. And you wouldn't go, hey, Marco. Wait, How'd helmet. the procedure go? Helmets. It's the helmet. Thing. You think he would walk in and... Well, no, because he wears oh, a helmet. because he's wearing a helmet. It's your tough hel- for me your to helmet theory. Yeah. So if Paul Goldschmidt walked in... No, I can, I can tell who he is. He's wearing a helmet. Yeah, but... It's a little different. Because you like baseball. I like baseball more than hockey, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, Austin Media. Right. Guys, that Letty signing is looking better and better now from the 636. This is a a significant development out of nowhere. Uh, So we will uh, talk it over here, uh, like I said, with Chris Kerber. Cardinals were off last night uh, and begin the West Coast road trip. That also includes Milwaukee as they wrap up the road trip tonight in San Diego. Uh, Jackson, how many home runs will Albert Pujols hit in San Diego? I don't think he'll get one in San Diego just because the nature of the ballpark, but at L.A., at Dodger Stadium. That's where he hit 700. I think that's where he definitely hit 699. And then he hit 700 in front of fans at your favorite ballpark, which used to be called Miller Park, and I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, American Family something. Um, No, he won't hit it there. He'll hit it at home against the Pirates. Oh, there it is. Yeah, That's breaking news. And I'll Venmo you $20, and I'll have a big old smile on my face. You'll be happy about Venmo me $20. Did you wager on anything last night? Eagles minus two. Wow. Oh, yeah. I gave it out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I don't like to say this because then the streak's going to end, but I'm hot right now. Are you? I'm hot right now. Look at you. When you say you're hot, what do you mean? Uh, I won a bunch. I won pretty much every NFL bet I bet on Sunday. Won last night, and then on Saturday night I was kind of inebriated. Oh, oh, wow, wow! I, I, I like. I'd like to say this to all the parents listening with their kids in the car right now. I apologize. How, how will these children who look up to you now have a conversation with their parents about well, whatever, whatever devil's liquid? Right. lettuce that you partook in before going to see Post Malone. Here, here it was after. Uh, drink responsibly, and I used car service. I wasn't driving. Around. Oh, the car service was available that night, like Uber or Lyft. I was, I was using. Yeah, you I, called it car service. I if wasn't it was, driving. If it was Uber, you would have said I Ubered, but you said that, car service, like we're in Lower Manhattan. It's not driving, so I didn't drive. I was, I was not driving. I was drinking responsibly, but you know, I had a few, and I kind of forgot that. I, entered in this ridiculous parlay for NFL Sunday and it hit and I I didn't realize it until I looked to bet the Eagles last night I was like oh my god what, more what money. was the parlay it was like a Dolphins money line Cardinals money line oh, what did this pay Patriots minus two and uh Packers minus 10 
I put like so it's a five five teamer four team four team. Well, you, Carl- you named five teams: Cardinals, Dolphins, serendipitous. Cardinals, Dolphins, Patriots, Packers. That's what it was. And with the Eagles. No, I didn't bet that. The Eagles was not part of that. Ah, this was just, I bet the Eagles straight. You yeah. already won it. Yeah, so when I looked on there, I was like, wow, I have a lot more money than I thought I did in my account. Cut that off. That that essentially should be the name of this show. Yeah, but I hit. I didn't even remember entering in the bet, but yeah, I, pay, I paid well, it handsomely. must be nice. Paid Once handsomely. again, very, very unrelatable. Uh, look at Little Lightweight. That's from the 636. Do you have a little hangover on a... Sunday? No, that's good. Okay. Key is drinking plenty of water after... Once so you now you're advising the kids on how to manage their alcohol. This is really a show that's gotten off track. Drink responsibly and never drive when you're drinking. Get, that's that's my two. Get your parents' car service. If if possible. If not, Uber or Lyft will do just fine. Great. Piddles with his fancy seats. Now it's his own car service. It must be nice from the 618. <sighs> I shouldn't say car service. I was you using, didn't say car service. I was using own, voluntarily, too. And, and you're Uber bragging and about hitting what probably was a five-team parlay, but now you know you might be get shook down <laughs> for your cash in the parking lot, so you're saying it's a four-team. It was a four. I was just, I guess it was, a, I was in my mind, I was like, Sunday parlay. So you don't even remember that you made this bet? Viv, uh, like, I remember kind of entering it once i saw it i was like oh that's right i did enter that far Ooh, away. are you still messed up from saturday night when you made it or what's going on here yeah i was at I mean, the bar what kind, what kind of liquid situation are you in that you can make these bets and not even remember them and hit them and not even know oh i put like half a unit on it because this was a ridiculous parlay hey hey bro what's your unit size i won't answer that there's a lot i'll answer on this show but that i won't a, a man's unit size is, is sacred let off yeah god <sighs> It's, uh, I bet it's ten bucks actually. It's in that ballpark. Okay. It's I don't like to I don't ever bet over my head because then because what I make is not worth the amount I lose. You know what I'm saying? Like w- winning fifty bucks doesn't feel as good comparatively to losing fifty bucks. Great, the rich get richer. I'm so happy for Lil Douche and his four game parlay. It's from the six three six. Ajax had a couple of white claws and turns into a card shark <laughs> from the 636. Any update on sports betting in Missouri? Yes, it's not happening this year. I, uh, I read that article right at the tail end of the program yesterday that uh, there was a special session called, and the House was trying to uh, get that taken care of in the special session. And then Governor Parsons said that will not be happening in the special session. That is more of a tax discussion uh, on reducing taxes than it is a gambling in Missouri. So uh, you can continue to cross borders and wager for the time being if you are a Missouri resident. All right, we will take our first break, and I am anxious to talk it over with Chris Kerber, especially with breaking news. I was looking forward to talking to him anyway, and he will be in studio here on the program that is coming up next any questions comments you have for chris kerber send them in six five seven eight zero we'll read as many as we can it's the air comfort service text line the program is called balloon party and it airs on 101 espn we're right back to the balloon party on the tim mckernan podcast presented by dobbs tire and auto centers on 101 espn it's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score! Bring out the Zamboni! Refreshed by Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN, and it is a perfect way to spend a Tuesday because look who is in studio, Jackson. Uh, probably should introduce you because I know you don't listen to any blues games. This is Chris Kerber. He calls, 
Hey, Curbs. <laughs> you know what? Jackson, we're going to have you come down to a Blues game and actually come on the air live with us oh, during a game. Oh, you call the action. And it, well, well, okay. You know what? <laughs> you know me. I'll put anybody on the air. So, yeah, you can call the action. But I think the best part of, the, of this period, maybe we'll do it for a game, but because I think it'll be a great segment for you guys. <laughs> is like just have you ask questions while the play is going on, and then we'll just let Who Joey is this jump number in. Number ninety-one. Yeah. yeah. What's icing again? That's yeah, yeah. You go, that what, the, what the hell was that? Well, that's a goal. We want those. Yeah. yeah. Do you Why do they put the home? red light on? Uh, you come in at a perfect time here, Curbs, and you'll be with us every Tuesday. Uh, this Marco Scandella news has people buzzing uh, out uh, for at least six months as he undergoes hip surgery. Uh, what can you tell us? Well. Listen, can I ask you a question non hockey related before we get into that? I take all questions. Right? Jackson filters okay. them through his what he calls his people. All right. <laughs> what is the longest line you have stood in for anything? What's the so whether it be wow. for a concert ticket, whether was it a sporting event to get a ticket, what's the longest line you are willing to stand in for? something or have stood in i had a side hustle at the sigma chi zizi chapter fraternity in the 1990s at the university of missouri in which a guy who was a ticket broker would pay members of the fraternity to stand in line at what was the hearn center before yep. missouri arena to get tickets for him and then he would just hand us like envelopes of cash for doing it and it was like two hours and i thought if you'd break down the math i'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze there is my answer okay so I ask you this because I, I went to the Cardinal game on Sunday afternoon. Oh, you stood in line for the bobblehead. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, God, no. I will never do that. Okay. <laughs> Doug did. He took a picture of it. And it looked yeah. like it was like at the, the Queen's no. funeral. No, there was a guy actually sitting there with like an Ikea size. You know how big those Ikea bags are? And with a sign after the game that said, we'll pay for bobbleheads. He claimed he was paying 50 bucks a bobblehead. I'm like, really? Wow, so I don't, I don't know if it was true. It didn't look like he had many takers. But anyway, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I had a buddy in town from Minnesota, and he, his, he had never been to a Pearl Jam concert. Ah. Now, his friend... Oh, this is the merch His thing. friend, yeah, I had never seen this before. I heard about his this. His friend, who's been to now 25 Pearl Jam concerts, they brought him in, and they, they said, okay, no, you got to get the whole day experience. So... They got down and got in that merchandise line at about 11 o'clock in the morning. The merchandise truck was supposed to open at 1. Now, the merchandise truck, the merchandise trailer was over right where the garage meets the yeah, meets Enterprise sure. Center. Yeah. Okay? And by the time these two got in the line, they were all the way around the corner past where all the statues are and say halfway between, you know, they were right in front of, uh, of where that Ford entrance is mm -hmm. on that right side. So I got down. I hadn't seen him in a while. So I, I get downtown, just hung with them for an hour shooting the bull before I walked down and met somebody else at the ball game. And I said, I, I looked at the, the Pearl Jam fan of the two, and I said, "You really have to value a T-shirt to do this." Well, it turns out, and I didn't know this with Pearl Jam, it's all about the poster. Okay, so so Pearl Jam does a separate poster. For every single one of their shows, and mm -hmm. I gotta admit, this one's pretty cool. So with Pearl the, Jam uh, on the top had the Stan usual thing, yes. the, you know. The okay, so that was well cool done. Cool looking poster, and they sell it for about forty five bucks. All right, so I said, okay, well, I'll call you after the ball game. We'll get together again. So I called them. Cardinal game ends. It's four fifteen. I said, all right, where are you guys at? We'll come over and meet you. He goes, you aren't gonna believe this. We're just getting to the front of the. <laughs> oh my and god! I'm like, There's oh. no freaking way. Oh, and I'm like, you guys stood in line. 
from 11 in the morning until 4.15 in the afternoon to get a freaking poster? And he's like, I'm actually embarrassed. I almost didn't want to take your call. Now, even the Pearl Jam fan was like, this was stupid. Now, they had issues at the merchandise truck where they didn't open it till 2. Then they had Wi-Fi issues where anybody using their card had to go in. So, th- it went longer than sure. normal. But it just started making me thinking, like, oh, what in the Like, there is goodness. no way. Oh, that and you're it was, doing it. It, was a, it was a little hot on, a little muggy on yeah. uh, well, Sunday. Then now, so I immediately, so we're, we're sitting at a bar, you know, when they finally came down, I buy them a round of drinks for their level of stupidity because I'm impressed <laughs> with that. And, and, or commitment to insanity, I should say. <laughs> and, and I start looking on eBay. I'm like, son of a gun, people are already trying to sell those posters for 350 bucks. Is that oh, right? And things so that, I don't know that they got it. Uh, yeah. So there's essentially your metric. Wow. That's actually some real quick, impressive math. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm trying to hang anyway, with I was Jackson. Just, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> thing. Like what I, now, I camped out when, when, when we were in high school. We bugged out of school at about noon and then camped out outside of the Clayton famous bar to buy Billy Joel Stormfront tickets when, oh, when they yeah. were coming through because that remember that that that's pre-internet and all this stuff so you had to get to a you had to get to whatever it was Metro Ticks yeah you know a location so a group of us stayed there at noon camped out all night and got four rows fourth row seats for Billy Joel oh so why a fourth I guess row I should, for Billy Joel I, yeah, a, I guess a high I should yeah I shouldn't laugh too much at the guys six hours for a concert poster well you were like what, seventeen or something. This There's is a little a, this is a, wisdom like, that comes with age. I'm 51. I guarantee you, everybody in that line, I was the median age. <laughs> anyway, I was curious about that. Uh, Jackson, what about you? What, what do you? Or do you hire people to stand in line for you? How do you usually handle this? Usually that. Um, but I think at the Atlanta airport, I went stand stood in line for security for three hours. Oh my god, what was yeah. going on? Did they have an incident or something? What goes to... on in your head? Like that doesn't. That's not the same thing. Like security lines are different for airport. Like what's something that like a concert or something bigger? Because ah. we've all been hosed in security lines for stuff. Yeah, it's a bad beat. I, yeah. I like this certain hot dog at Bush Stadium, and sometimes you have to wait like half an hour to get it, and it's worth it every time. So it's not maybe Man, not the I'm longest. I'm a hot dog guy too, but I don't know that I'm waiting. A half I didn't hour. know it's got that, pastrami but... on top of it. That, so the pastrami adds minutes to your wait time for you. Oh yeah, That's I'll impressive. wait for the pastrami wow. dog. And, and, and doesn't sound like he regrets the half hour no, at all. They got a little TV. I can still watch. You can still watch the ball game. Yeah. Look at this guy. All right, Action sorry. Jackson. Back to Scandella. Sure. No, that's, that's yeah, fine. He's, he's hurt not for six months. So uh, apparently he he injured that hip uh, over the last few days. Uh, at, at some point in time here doing some training. Uh, that, that's a that's a big hit from the Blues from a couple of standpoints. Uh, one. You really were hoping that you're going in with these top five defensemen, all veteran, and all really good veteran demon with Falk, with Krug, with Pareko, with Letty, and then Scandella. And let's face it, I mean, since Scandella's been here, and now last year's play was up and down, but he right. was a top four defenseman for you. I think the signing of Letty pushes Scandella down to your bottom five, and now you're looking and saying, holy cow, you show me a deeper a decor in the league. When essentially, if those five played, you've got competition for the last spot between Bortuzzo, Mikola, and Perunovic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if, if can you make a six? Def- your six defensemen look like it was going to be Krug, Falk, Pareko, Letty, Bortuzzo, Scandella. Holy moly! Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah, good with with you know Mikola you know, trying to really crack in there, and I think you got to keep him. I, I really like the kerfluffle that happens when Mikola's in that lineup. So th- this is a hit. It's a six month hit. If you're the Blues, I don't know that you really need to go out right now 
and try to replace him. You've got, you know, you want to see what Perunovic can do at this level. You know he's, he's got the American League covered. And and you know what, you want to see what Mikola can do on, on a regular basis. You know you've got old reliable and Robert Bortuzzo. So to me, you put him on long-term IR and it just potentially helps you build you know, more and more cap space that grows if you don't use it yeah. come the trade deadline time. So for later on. Now, another injury, something's going to happen. You know, d- does Doug Armstrong sit there and say, well, there's $3.5 million potentially to bring in another veteran D? I don't know, but I, I don't know that you need to do it. I, it is it is a shame that that's how camp starts. Yeah, it's a, it's a surprising piece of information. And I'll tell you what, most of the text that we've gotten since announcing this right at the start of the show, that is when the news broke, uh, is... Could this impact the Blues with the cap space? And that's something you just made reference to right there. It clearly does. Now, what happens is if you know a player is going to be out, you can put them on long-term IR, and basically you can use their cap space for something else. If that player is going to be out and it's like 30 days, 10 games, I mean, it's a a pretty good stretch. You can't just do it if a guy's out two weeks. Right. Um, Long-term IR is what the the Tampa Bay Lightning with Kucherov a couple years ago exploited. Um, looked like the Vegas Golden yeah, Knights. Yeah, Vegas were, looked like they were Ve- having Vegas a strategy. Was, Vegas, they were. And I don't care what anybody in Las Vegas says, right? That was their strategy to exploit it as long as they can and hold Eichel out as long as they can, hold Mark Stone out as long as they can. Then they realized, holy hell, our playoff shots are on the line. They bring Stone back. They had to... Yeah, they conveniently get healthy. They had the the issue with the trade. And then, um, uh, you know, they ended up missing the playoffs, which I I think everybody in the NHL is almost as thrilled to see them miss the playoffs because of that. It's it's a loophole. And by the way, it's not illegal. So I don't think anybody should be upset that any team does that. Um, It's a loophole that in the next CBA, they've got to close. Mm -hmm. They they absolutely have to close it. It, there 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 are the spirit of rules... And that one is not the, the idea. The idea that you can take a nine million dollar player, hold him out of the lineup because of LTIR, and just say you're going to stay on it. And, and the Blackhawks did it several years earlier with Patrick Kane, by the way. And and I can't remember if that was one of their cup years, but that's what allowed them to bring in Artem Anisimov, I believe it was. And then they kept Kane out till till the playoffs. What I'd like to see happen, a rule put in place is if if you're on long term IR. On the final day, for the last, if you're on long-term IR, for the last game that your team plays in the regular season, you're ineligible for the first round of the playoffs. Oh, wow. That's I think think that's how, I I mean, look, if you're going to penalize teams with a delay of game penalty for challenging goalie interference and getting it wrong or whatever, that's what, that's a pretty simple rule. Yeah. If you're, because very rarely, very rarely. Is somebody on L is on long term IR on the last day of the regular season legitimately, okay, and then is a then then is 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 good on yeah. day one unless heroically they're, unless they're healthy enough to play <laughs> three or, days later. Hey, maybe it's maybe maybe it's the first four games of the playoffs. Whatever it is, yeah. I want to see something punitive for that action. Uh, with regards to Scandella specifically, you had a few people who are now texting and saying it's a bigger injury than maybe people are realizing at the time because of all of the names that are out there for the Blues defensively. Uh, but this one is going to hurt. Um, how do you how do you view that thought process? Well, look, I, you you like the size and you like the experience that Marco Scandella brings. Um, you have depth. That's why every, I mean, good NHL teams 
have at least eight, if not nine, NHL-ready players. By NHL-ready, I'm talking about a guy like Callie Rosen that can come in, play 43 games for you last year, and look like Mm -hmm. he fits in. I think you have to have, you have to have a Bortuzzo or a Mikola in your lineup on an almost nightly basis. I I need that physical edge on that back end, in my opinion. So, um, and and at times, you know, Scandella would play that role. At times, maybe not. And by the, by play that role, I'm not saying you drop the gloves, you fight, you you're whacking and taking penalties. I'm just saying a little more of that physical mm-hmm. bite. He's a good steady defenseman. He's accountable. You you know what you're going to get from him in that side sense. You're going to hurt. But this is now an opportunity for Perunovic. This is a huge opportunity for Perunovic and Mikola. Who's going to step up in camp? Who's going to say, if you pencil Robert Bortuzzo in as number five, mm-hmm. which one of those two guys is going to make themselves noticed? And if you're Nico Mikola, you're going to do it with your fist. You're going to do it with your edge. You're going to do it with quick play of the puck. If you're Perunovic, you're skating like the wind and you're moving that puck out and you're showing that you can handle it. Perunovic has to show that he can stay healthy. So, with so regard- that that to me is what this now means yeah, is this, this great opportunity. And we saw him emerge. I mean, really, I mean, I don't want to say it was the turning point of the Minnesota series, but when he came in there, that that changed that Blues power play around immediately. Yeah, with Krug out, when Krug got hurt, yeah. with him out, he became that power play specialist. And now, and and look, the the biggest thing that's hurt Perunovic's first couple years of pro hockey is he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's where he, he has to prove he can stay healthy and get in there. Uh, one more question for you: uh, What what is what are you looking for out of camp? Uh, what, what, uh, now we have a, certainly a new yeah. storyline that wasn't there an yeah. hour ago, at least publicly. Well, now. so that's one of the things. I so th- there's a couple of, of storylines that I'm looking forward in, in camp right now. First off, I want to see who ends up on the line with Ryan O'Reilly. He was so good and paired up over the last four years with David Perron that I want to see is is it a Jordan Kyra on the right and does a Pavel Butchnevich. With, with his 200-foot, very conscious, two-way game, really impact Ryan O'Reilly. Whoever's on that line with Ryan O'Reilly has to be a guy, at least one of the two, that can get in the corners and hold the puck. And I still I said this right to the very end of David Perron's time here. I don't know that there is better in the National Hockey League than David Perron on holding the puck in the offensive zone when he's on his game. I just If he loses it, he gets it right back. Mm-hmm. But he can hold on to it. And, and it was spectacular. They, you need that style of player because Ryan O'Reilly is so relentless that if you're holding on to it and maybe it comes up, Ryan O'Reilly is giving you the support, you're going to get the puck. And then if you can squirt that thing out to a, a shooter like a Cairo, uh, to somebody like that, well, you, you've got some magic. So that, that to me is the first uh, bit of the storylines. The second one is really how is your third line going to shape out? We know what the top six could look like, you know, moving around some pieces. But is it is Braden Shen, who you've got under contract now for another five, six years, does he make your team better by playing at third-line center than playing top six left wing? Uh, and and if he does, because you assume Robert Thomas is going to be in there, and by the way, when the Blues construct their third line, it could really be a second line or a first line on a given night. That's the way this team has been built over the last few years. You know, Now, who plays on who plays on that third line? Is it Barbashev? Is it Shen? Does Logan Brown get a chance? Can Logan Brown show enough in camp that – he forces the Blues to put him in that lineup and, and give him 20 games on the wing and, and see what he can do in the National Hockey League. Uh, you know, w- what happens? How, how does Noel Achari and, and, and those guys look, you know, on that fourth line? Who fills that in? Those, those to me, are the storylines I'm going to follow uh, very early on. And, 
you know, t- tomorrow's going to be content day. All the guys come in, they get their physicals. We get all a bunch of videos and things done with them. They hit the ice on Thursday. And then our first broadcasting game is Saturday night against the Coyotes well, in Wichita. That. Away we go. Yeah. Away right we it. go. Off to Wichita. Yep. Off, to, off to the <laughs> hockey. Wichita called the Blues and asked if they would bring a preseason game. The Blues, have, uh, this is something they've been doing ever since Larry Plo. Doug Armstrong likes it as well. Yep, we'll go into a into a market and bring some NHL hockey. But because kind of our home, one of our home games is the game we're going to be doing in Independence, Missouri, just north of Kansas City. Yeah, with that uh, Saturday night against yep. the Stars, right? Right. Uh, then uh, this one, the Coyotes said, yeah, we'll use that as a home game. So it'll be Blues ah. and Coyotes from, from Wichita. How about that? Very the cool. Old, uh, I, I can promise you I will be making some old MISL Wichita oh, Wings so comments strong. during that game. So All strong. Right. That one will be coming out on Saturday God, night. I like that. Wichita Wings, Dallas Sidekicks, Baltimore Blast, San Diego Packers. I put a video Los out. Los Angeles on this. Lasers. Yeah, so well, so I put I put a video out on this uh because the buddy I was telling you about that had never been to a Pearl Jam concert that was waiting. He was wearing a Jeff Cacciatore Steamers jersey wow. while he was in line there and somebody should have just handed him a poster. That's a pretty dang strong <laughs> Outstanding. A strong representation of very strong. Curbs, I'm looking forward to this throughout the course of the season. Every Tuesday here on Balloon Party, and Jackson is uh, replacing uh, Joey Vitale, and he's going to be your uh, your color commentator this I year. Think, He'll be good. Well, well, I think I don't know about replace. We should just have him in there. And but I do like the idea. Like a play is going to happen. I'm going to shut up, and you're just going to ask Joe whatever question it made <laughs> yeah, you think God, of. Okay, I can't wait. We'll do, we will do this. It'll be educational. All right, we'll, we'll call it the Balloon Party period, and we'll do this. All right. Curbs, <laughs> oh, appreciate it. Man, thanks so much. You got it. There he is, Chris Kerber. We will take a commercial break, come back with our Cardinal discussion as they begin the six-game trip to the West Coast, then back to the Midwest with Milwaukee, and then Cardinals and Pirates here in St. Louis. That's coming up. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Blue Party 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber with us in the previous segment with the latest on the Marco Scandella news. Uh, Scandella undergoing surgery this morning uh, on his right hip joint, and so he will be out six months minimum because he's going to be reevaluated in six months. That doesn't mean he's going to be ready in six months, Jackson. Yep. And then uh, and then you're going to be in the broadcast booth. That's right. Which to me might be the lead. <laughs> oh, absolutely. How do you feel about that? Will you be nervous? Uh, like yeah, you're standing absolutely. over a six footer, and it's a you know, I guess I would say a hundred dollar putt, but I know that's nothing to you. Let's say a ten thousand dollar putt. Yeah, it's like a free throw to win the NCAA championship. Can I you execute the free throw? I'd feel more confident in than the uh, the six foot the, putt or the broadcasting because <laughs> I mean, boy, I'd have I can't to, wait for that. I'd have to really dig deep to be able to. It'd be fun. That'd be. I mean, God bless Curbs and Vitaly for even coming up with that idea, but. If it happens, I will be uh, I'll be nervous. There's no doubt about it. Uh, hey, Piddles, how come we didn't get any hot stove talk on the WNBA and the update? That's from the three one four. Well, the well, Aces. Max Scherzer playing for a different team in there. I wasn't I wasn't really locked into the Sports Center update. But I kind of fumbled it. Up. I heard I heard a little stumble over there, and I it made me pay attention candidly. Yeah, it was about Scherzer exiting amid his perfect. They game. had a big celebration. They got a picture and everything in, yeah. the, in the Mets clubhouse. 200th win, and then the Mets are going to the playoffs for the first time since 2016. I didn't deliver that how I wanted to. But what you know did what? you want to do with that, with uh, that oratory I wanted, skill? I wanted, I wanted like an NBA signing to happen so I could talk about that instead, but 
can they always, can still recap can the, the, the three-one win for the Aces yeah. over Chelsea Connecticut Gray, uh, Sun. Yeah, well, we'll, re- we'll revisit t- it tomorrow. In the meantime, the Cardinals start a series tonight with the Padres. Padres on a bit of a heater here as of late. Cardinals not necessarily. Now they're winning games, but it doesn't necessarily feel real good right now. So I'm anxious to see how they perform this week as they will be facing, barring a huge surprise, two playoff teams when they travel to San Diego starting tonight and then up the coast to Los Angeles starting on Friday. Jackson poses this question regarding the Cardinal week as the following. The West West Coast road trip is very important to this Cardinal bunch, taking on two playoff caliber teams and then taking on the Brewers directly after. How much value would you put on their performance in the next few games? If they begin getting the bats hot again but pitch poorly, Are you more concerned than the opposite? Good pitching, but the bats remain cold. On the flip side, how much confidence would it give you if they power past the Padres and Dodgers and exit the West Coast with four-plus wins out of six? I like the questions because you do wonder if for whatever reason they lost four of six or half of the games Mm -hmm. and they hit well. Would it change your mind on what we have seen for the most part offensively over the last couple of weeks against some subpar talent? Because I do think that there is something to at least entertaining the idea that even if it's not a case of, oh, let's not try, but subliminally, we're really not playing for anything and we're not playing great teams that that may be contributing to what has been offensively rather startling lack of production. Yeah. Because when they did play the Yankees, and granted they were not in first place at that time, and when they did play the Braves about three weekends ago, um, that was a playoff atmosphere against playoff teams, and they won both series, sweeping the Yankees, taking two of three from one of the hottest teams in baseball next to the Cardinals, the Braves. And then you've got these teams, you're playing guys who you've never seen before, uh, you're facing, you would think, and I would imagine most of us do, I'm talking about uh, not just the two of us on the show, but in the audience, that if you're facing guys who are getting called up, that it would be advantageous to the hitter. But video is such an important part for a lot of hitters in their preparation. If you don't have, I'm listening right now. You know what I'm listening to right now, Jackson? The Keith Hernandez book. It was yeah. recommended to me by AD from KC95's Morning Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a New York guy, and me as a Cardinal fan, and Hernandez playing in the uh, the '80s. It's a great book, by the way. And he's talking about how you can sometimes, and that was back then, uh, get caught off guard by facing somebody you've never faced before. Uh, because back then in those schedules, there would be a rhythm. If you face the Pirates on the road, maybe a week or 10 days later, you'd face them at home. home. And right. so you would see the same starter, and there was a familiarity. Here, the Cardinals were facing random after random. I'm not excusing it. That I want to make that clear. I'm trying to potentially explain it. So in the case of the Padres, they don't have the wild card spot locked up. Barring a surprise, they're going to be a wild card, but it's not locked up. And in the case of the Dodgers, they do have everything locked up, but they are in a spot where they can make some semblance of history. They're going to have to go on a basically you know, undefeated streak in order to do it, but they are sitting at 102 wins, and they still have 16 games left. So with all of that established, if you say, well, what would I rather see this week? I'd like to see the bats come back. Agreed. But I don't know if the bats really are something I'm all that concerned about because unlike all of the other teams in the National League, that are going to be in the mix in the playoffs, and I'd include the Brewers who might not make it, 
I don't think the Cardinals have that one pitcher, or in the case of the Mets, those two pitchers, where you go, well, good, we've got him starting. Because in the case of whether it be Wainwright, Michaelis, Montgomery, whoever is going to get the ball in game one, and those are probably the guys who are going to get it in the, in the three-game series, assuming it is a best of three, you know, they've all shown some, yeah. some you know, off starts here recently. Definitely. Uh, Montgomery's lost his last two, but it's not like he was bad on Sunday. Sure. The Cardinals didn't have any offensive performance. So that's how I analyze it. Where do you where do you see it? Yeah, I would certainly like to see the bats come alive, if nothing else, just to get in more crooked numbers on the board, just make me feel better. But these upcoming three games, you're getting three really good pitching matchups. So I think there's a lot to take from pitching. And then if you can hit, I mean, you're on Clevenger, Snell, Musgrove all in a row. Yeah, they moved it around now. Yeah. Musgrove moved up. Yeah. So if you're if you're playing all those guys, and if you can hit against them. And I feel like the Cardinals will be going into it because it's a road game towards the end of the season. They're going to take this one pretty seriously. I think that this would be really uh, inspiring to me and give me a lot of confidence going into the playoffs that the Cardinals can get the bats alive. And that would be – so hitting for sure is what I'm looking for in these well, next yeah, games. And, then, and, 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 and it doesn't stop when you head uh, up no. to Dodger Stadium. Uh, Haney, Kershaw, Tyler Anderson is who's scheduled to go. Tyler Anderson uh, going up against Wainwright on Sunday. Kershaw and Montgomery – and Haney and Quintana, that those are the scheduled starters as of right now for the Cardinals series against the Dodgers. I mean, you are getting playoff caliber opposition, and in the case of the Padres, they have to treat it like the playoffs because you have three teams fighting for two spots in the National League wild card. Your thoughts are welcome. 65780, Air Comfort Service text line. That is how you can get involved on this radio program. And, of course, uh, a mic drop. And I understand mic drops were left yesterday, but uh, weren't played. And uh, really uh, disconcerting to be candid with the audience since this program is known as Honesty in Media. Yeah, it's on me. That one's on me. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll listen to one here in the break. And uh, if it's good enough... It'll be played over the air. Because our bar to get on the air on this show is so, so high. Right. Well, mostly FCC licenses and stuff. Oh, yes. Sometimes, sometimes the mic drops go rogue with F-bombs. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, we have a little honesty in media with Justin Fields walking off the field against the Packers on uh, Sunday night saying, quote, I feel worse for the players in the locker room than I do for Bears fans. We are the ones putting in the work day in and day out. Did we like it? Did we not like it? We'll talk about that in the final segment. Then it's BK and Ferrario. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you to the top of the hour. Then BK and Ferrario take over. Uh, Jackson, as you know, is uh, pro-censorship. And and so when people leave a mic drop, it, it requires you to follow up with me to let me know the mic drop has been left because otherwise we won't hear it. And this one was directed, uh, I guess it sounds like, at uh, Bougie Jackson for uh, his uh, concert attendance this weekend. Uh, What do we have here, Jackson? We got Steve again. Big weekend downtown. Lots of games, concerts. Downtown was hopping. Stop it! I don't care about these concerts that all these highfalutin people go to, and festivals, and everything. All I care about is winning. I don't care about 700. I don't care about 325. I want to win a World Series. Piddles, get your ass down there and hold this team accountable. Tired of it? 
So oh. you are now going to head to San Diego this afternoon. Uh, you'll be stopping in Dallas, then to Chicago, Phoenix, and then you'll get to San Diego. <laughs> right. And after the game, when you arrive in San Diego... Yeah, and then I, head on over to the ballpark. You will then hold the team accountable. Yeah, I'll just I'll just walk onto the field, into the dugout, pull Ollie aside, and say, "Hey, we gotta get, we have to be better." I'll be subtle at first, but he knows that you know if it continues, you know, Mean Jackson's gonna come out. No one wants to see that. Uh, does Justin Fields? I didn't realize that this was like a whole thing. Oh yeah, Bears fans are upset. <laughs> but is it is it like is this like a Take Smith topic? No, I didn't know it was a Take Smith. It could topic. be. I actually, I could see it very much so being a Take Smith topic, considering how bad the Bears are right now. So this is like a thing to like a shiny object to distract them. And it's Chicago, so you got right. a big market and the right. Bears. Uh, let me let me hear it. Let's see what's going on here. This is after the loss to the Packers. Thank you. It's Jackson buying time for those who've not it, listened. It hurts more in the locker room than the Bears fans. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're not putting in any work. Um, I see the guys in the locker room every day. I see how much work they put in. So. There it is. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Now that I've heard, now that I've, it's interesting. Now that I've heard it, I didn't because I don't think he was taking a shot at the fans. No, but he, if you want to take Smith, it right. what you do is you. you I, I can't. I, I felt like you said when we listened to Steve's mic drop that it sounded like his esophagus came out. Yes. Yes. He broke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want mine. I don't want to lose mine. And uh, so I, I. But but you scream about. The fans. Oh, yeah. Hard-earned money. Hard-working fans. Bingo. Hard-working money. Yep. Uh, not not millionaires. And you don't care about the fans. And you get, you know, if I were to tweet that out, man, it's, that's, right. that's like bait. Right. So uh, I, I see it. But now let me hear it one more time. Let me let me do some audio forensics one more time. I mean, it, it hurts more in the locker room than the Bears fans. I mean, because at the end of the day, they're not putting in any work. Um, I see the guys in the locker room every day. I see how much work they put in. So, yeah, I, I see what he's saying. Right, a hundred percent. I agree. So you agree with me? Yeah, oh, that sucks. They're, well, they're the ones. The Bears are the ones that are going All out right, there. Who wants to be Shannon? Who wants to be Skip? Because we got to take an opposite thing and start screaming at each other. I guess I'll be Skip. All right, fair enough. I'll be Shannon. Uh, so. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal. These are hardworking fans, Tim. Nice. They're not just gonna sit around and and wait for you to get better. They want to be better now. You don't think they put in any work? Have your voice crack. You don't think that they <laughs> God, I feel like we just heard your natural voice. Uh, but seriously, like... Peter I mean, Brady. They're the ones who are out there getting hurt every all the time, and they're blood, sweat, and tears. They've been working for months. Like, yeah, they, they, they're allowed to be upset. Obviously, Bears fans are allowed to be upset, but if we're going to put things in perspective here, a Bears fan watching the game from their couch is not the same as the offensive lineman moving, moving up and down the field. Which we agree with. But then the question becomes hashtag honesty and media, how should he answer the question? Do you answer it honestly or do you right. Kevin Costner Bull Durham it? I think eight out of ten guys do the latter. I would take the over on the eight. Yeah. So, you know who was the wizard of that? And I know he passed away and you were only four years old. Daryl Kyle uh-huh. was, I mean, and it's like he taught a class to the, the rookies on how to answer questions. Yeah. And... Because he was this gregarious guy who the Cardinal players absolutely loved. That wasn't just because he passed at a young age. But when he got in front of the media, I mean, he was cliche, cliche, cliche. And the logic of it is, for the record, yeah. the logic of it is our priority is to win games. Right. And we don't want distractions. And if you give the media something 
then it becomes a distraction. If you watch Derek Jeter's The Captain on ESPN, he's he is Mr. Cliche. He was the cliche guy. And right. he goes, I did it on purpose because if I say anything, all it leads to is a distraction. And we're in New York and it's a media feeding, feeding frenzy. So our logic is we're going to focus on winning games. Win games, nobody's going to complain anyway. So I was a boring soundbite on purpose. Right. But at the same time, I don't feel like he thought he was really saying anything that powerful. He was answering the question, and he just kind of said, yeah, I see the guys putting in the work. Yeah, 100%. So I don't have a problem with it, but no. how would I answer? I don't, I don't think I would say that little throwaway line that he said. Right. I think that's what— but, then, but the thing is, with Twitter, things could just turn into a— Exactly. And that's the thing is people are going to take this narrative, like, as Justin Fields doesn't care about the fans, when really all he's saying is, like, I mean, we're the ones out there every day. Like, we're, we're very upset. Like, we're not happy. We're not happy. Bears fans can be unhappy, but if we're going to put it in perspective— we are the ones out there trying to win games, getting hurt all the time. Well, you're never going to replace Dan Orlowski, so just FYI after that. I wasn't looking. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, Especially I now that you're in the Blues broadcast booth. You've kind of got a rising yeah. star here. I don't have the chops. It was evident by the fact I couldn't make my voice crack. <laughs> I just pitched up. <laughs> uh, time to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are coming up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.